other people's shoes as you know i am your host neil matthews it's finally happened i never thought i would ever see this day but it has finally happened what has finally happened you're asking yourself well that's a great question so we've been doing the show now for four years as many of you know and that happened back in january i made a commitment to myself before it started the show that is, that is the it, that I would always have a show every Wednesday. And without fail, we have have hit that mark of a show every Wednesday. And this is usually the time that I have some illustrious fanfare. I tell you, we're, we're putting a pin in the map, all the fun, normal stuff. Today's not normal. Oh, no, no, no. It is far, far from normal. In fact, today is, I think, only the third time, looking back at the archives, that this has actually happened, where I'm by myself. Now, technically speaking, maybe, it's really only the second time, because the other time was during our birthday episode, but I had sort of, you know, guests in some respects. I had voices from the past saying where they were and wishing the show a happy birthday. And so in a sense, it it felt like a different show. It felt like a countdown show, which I loved. It was fun to do. So if you haven't had a chance to yet, go back and listen to that. It is during this season, so pretty easy to find. It's our birthday episode. So it was only five, six weeks ago, something like that. But something... Something happened at the end of February that that kind of happens every year, and I, I I don't know about anybody else. So so here's me just ripping away the proverbial curtain, and here I am in my own vulnerability room. So at the end of February, it's always been a tough time for me personally. My granny died in February 1998. It's been a minute since her passing. I think ever since that day, 25 years ago, it's been hard at the end of every February. So much has happened in that 25 years. And so I thought a lot of things coming to mind and and a lot of emotions. And maybe that's why I chose in in the subconscious mind of a creator. I didn't want to have a guest today. I wanted to be me. Unfiltered, unstoppable, just me. It might be just raw and real. Before we do any of that, I think it's only fair that we talk about my favorite question. So if I was going to be interviewing someone right now, I would then ask them this question. And that's this is what size shoes do you wear? And I would answer a resounding an 11 and a half to 10 and a half, depending on the style and brand. Well, lately, in fact, two days from this airing. So we're on March 8th right now. Happy birthday, Dan Gregory, past guest. Amazing episode, by the way, his discouragement episode. Episode that was in our season one. Still, by the way, number two on our top 10 most downloaded shows. So I want to say happy birthday to my friend Dan right now. Two days from now is Friday the 10th, and that's my birthday. And I guess maybe that's what spawned this or sprouted this or gave seed to this is looking back on the 43 years of my life. What footprints, what impacts has been made on my life? And so then I go back again to what we started with the end of February, where I again found myself. 
There's a picture you can see on the cover art of today's episode. I, I hope it comes through on your device. If not, maybe jump on over to OPSpodcast.com and you can kind of see a bigger version of the picture. And we're going to put it on social as well for that very reason. Say this today to, to just share the impact of someone's life. I want to just share with you guys where I've kind of been, I guess, on a more deeper level. And so here it is. I don't know if any of you have known this or know about this. It's kind of a cool thing. Technology is fast growing, as we all know. But there's this thing going on and around. And maybe some of you have used it. Maybe some of you haven't. But it's, it is pretty cool. I, I think it's pretty awesome. It's called chat.openai.com. And so it's kind of cool. You can kind of put in different things and, and it'll come up with kind of songs or poems or tell me a story. It, it's just really cool. And it's, it's AI generated. So I don't know who's coming up with it. I just think it's cool. And I've played with it a couple of times on a couple of different things and used it on a couple of different applications. One in particular that I used it for famously, I'm, I'm sure most of us know about this. It's been around forever. This footprint poem, you know, the one I'm talking about, you know, the, the one where the one night the man is is in a dream and he had a dream and he was walking along the beach with the Lord and across the sky flashes scenes of his life. For each scene, he noticed that there were two sets of footprints in the sand. You guys know this one, right? Well, I'll keep going if you don't. One belonged to him and the other belonged to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand and he noticed that many of the times along the path of life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened to be during his lowest and saddest times of his life. And this really bothered him. In fact, so much that he questioned the Lord, which, you know, who hasn't done that a time or two? And he said, Lord, you said once and declared to me once that if I followed you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you the most, you would leave me. And the Lord replied, my precious, precious child, I love you and I would never leave you. During those times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, that was when I was carrying you. And so maybe that's you today. Maybe right now you need to be reminded of some footprints. Maybe there's that person in your life that has carried you through when it's been the darkest and the most troublesome. Maybe that's when you notice too, there's only one set of footprints. So going back to this AI, this chat generator thing, I decided, let's see what it does when I ask it to make us our own footprints poem. We heard the famous one, kind of famous. Most people know it. Most people have heard of it, I'm sure. But it created this AI, this chat generator thing. It created its own footprints poem. And and I don't know. I think it, I think it did pretty good. Anyway, this is what I came up with. It, it said, footprints in the sand leading to the unknown. A trail of memories of places we've grown. With each step we take leaves a mark on the earth. A reminder of our journey. From the moment of birth, our footprints may fade, but the memories remain of the paths we've walked and the stories that sustained them. So let us not tread lightly and leave a mark with care, for the footprints we leave 
are a legacy we share. Not bad for an AI generator if I do say so myself. I want to share just this idea again of what mark, what impact are you making? Because I think to myself again, if if you had an opportunity to walk back in time and have a meal with someone, who would you have it with? What would you talk to them about? I think so often when somebody has gone and somebody has passed on, that's when we make the time and that's when we start to really reminisce and, and feel bad and feel sad. And like, if I only had done, you know, you fill in that blank. If I only could have, would have, I would have done. And I just wonder so often, we're so focused on the now and focused on the, the right now even. Would we allow those moments to pass us by? I have a very near and dear friend. She's a past guest. And, and tomorrow I'm going to go pay off a bet. You see, last weekend, North Carolina played Duke and they lost. <laughs> North Carolina lost by five. And I was wrecked the rest of Saturday. Like it was just done. I was, I was so angry and I had no control over the outcome. No matter how loud I scream at the TV, no matter how much I can't stand those people from Durham, I couldn't affect the outcome <laughs> as much as I like to think I can. I, I, I didn't. Prior to the game, I reached out to Tina and she's dying of ALS. But it's so funny to me because every time I see that stupid Duke logo, and it is stupid. Like, I mean, who has a devil as a mascot? I mean, really? Like, come on. But I'm serious on this one. For the rest of my life, no matter when Tina goes home, home to heaven, there's something about that logo that will always make me think of her. Not that she's the devil. I don't want you to think that. But I associate that logo with her because we've had this fun and, and good fun rivalry. We bet on the game this weekend. We, we bet coffee. Don't worry. No major dollars were exchanged. Starbucks is expensive. So maybe that's what we bet. We bet a Starbucks coffee. And I'm going to take it to her on Thursday and grovel and give her a big old hug and tell her that she has left a footprint in my life and not take that moment for granted. I don't want to live anymore with what could have, what should have, and only if I had done any longer. That's really been my biggest lesson about the show, about life that I have been learning. And to me, it's hard. That has been a hard lesson to learn. Not take those moments lightly, trying to grab onto them and not let them slip away. Because again, I think there's been so many times in my life I've said, no, I'll, I'll call them later or I'll, I'll text them tomorrow or I'll get back to them soon enough. And I, I feel like after that person has gone that I've, I've missed out. I don't know about anybody else. I'm just, I, maybe it's FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. I don't want to miss out anymore. And again, going back into February, thinking about my granny, there has been so much, so much she has missed out on. So many things. I would want to say to her, she'd be 96, by the way, if she was still living, which seems like a long life. I think the number one thing I would, I would absolutely share with her. I mean, I probably would brag a lot. I would probably sit down and just run through all of my achievements and awards and accolades. And I think she would just shove all that aside and say, yeah, but how are you really? And I would have to be honest and say, I miss you. I miss you being proud of me. You know, I miss you telling me I can do anything because she was very good about that. Teachers in school saying that, and I would tell her this, that I that I wanted to be in, in 
in broadcasting and I wanted to be a PA guy and, you know, public address announcer and a play-by-play guy. And she caught me one time. I was at her house. I remember this. She caught me one time with the sound off to the TV and I had handwritten the the starting lineup for the Giants. We were watching a Giants game when they were playing on ESPN. And I was I was doing the, the play-by-play and every time they'd come up, I would... She just sat back and watched. She didn't say anything for the longest time, and I didn't even know she was there until she said something that scared me. She said, you're, you're really good at that. And that meant so, so much to me. I remember when she passed, and I remember that morning. In Oregon, it rains a lot in kind of weird times. And I remember the day of the funeral, I had asked if I could speak at her service on her behalf, and I didn't know what to say. How do you sum up somebody's life? And it was my first experience ever speaking at a funeral. And I thought to myself, how how do you sum up a life of such an amazing person that has left such a mark on my life? And not only mine, but my siblings and my parents and my aunts and uncles. How do you, her church community, how do you sum up a life? And I remember I didn't know what to say. And the pastor said to me, he said, you know what? It'll come to you. Don't worry. And I'm kind of a procrastinator. I remember that morning getting up early and I ran to her her gravesite where they were going to bury her because they had already gotten the ground ready and everything. And I remember running there with a notepad in hand, thinking somehow, this is crazy, somehow she was she was there waiting. And so I, I ran to the gravesite. I just remember bawling my eyes out. And I said, I, I don't know what to say. And it started just pouring down rain, just like you're in a shower, just rain. And in that moment, something came over me. And I remember walking back and and sitting in my parents' Dodge minivan. And I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote. And I remember not much of the service. I just remember being really sad and and really missing her a lot. And so, you know, it's my turn to come up. And and the, the pastor has me come up. And don't remember getting out a lot. But I remember, I remember saying these things. I said, Granny, you're, you're going to miss a lot. You're going to miss my wedding day. Because I was, I just started dating this amazing girl that would one day become my wife. I know people think I'm crazy, but I knew it. I said, you know, you're going you're gonna to miss graduation for me. You're going to miss my grandchild. You're going to miss all these things. And I was mad. I was so mad then, too, because, see, you know, being the youngest is sometimes sucky. <laughs> it sometimes just sucks. Because, you see, graduated in 99, my, my brother graduated in, in 96, and my other sister, Angel, graduated in 96 with, with my brother, and Brandy, my other sister, graduated in 94. So she got to see all that, and I graduated in 99. She got to see zero, none of that. And I was mad because the one person, well, there are some others. She was one of the other ones that really believed, really believed in me. And, and she she didn't get to see any of that. And so I wonder now, you know, if we got a, got a weekend together, you know, if we got Friday night till Sunday at 11.59, if I got that weekend with her, I'd have her make <laughs> top ramen and I'd drink apple juice for one of the meals. I'd eat Captain Crunch cereal. I'd eat black beans and something. I don't know what. Maybe, you know, just have black beans because she seemed to always make that. I'd drink a lot of iced tea because she loved making iced tea. And I'd have spaghetti. Those are the things I remember. And for dessert, I'd have chocolate cake. 
because that was one of the things I remember always making was chocolate cake. Times when life just feels so overwhelming. There have been times I've been tempted to just ask God just to talk to her and just say, Granny, what, what do I do here? I don't know what to do. Granny, work is bad. Or your son's being a jerk. My dad. What do I do? And she always seemed to have the right answer. So I guess as I try to wrap up our time together today, I just really felt led to share some of this stuff because to me, I think we never know when it's going to be gone, that person. And that was 25 years ago. I just have been thinking about that a lot lately. What mark am I going to leave? How am I going to help someone? And when I'm prompted and when I'm led to or somebody pops into my head, I, I've been really good lately about calling or texting or sending an email. And I think deep down, I just, I have a hard time letting go of people. I, I have a hard time saying goodbye to friends. I try to be the best friend I can be by being there for people and really just giving of myself. With all that said, with all that shared, next week we will have a guest, I promise. We'll go right back into our normal schedule. I have a great season finale coming up. That's going to be in the end of April. Really good guest coming up. Can't share too much about that yet, but it's it's good. I think you'll like her. She's really fun. Before I let you go, I, I think I, I need to just share one last thing, and that's this. I really mean this. On our site, we have this connections page. On social media, there's ways to reach me through the show. I want to just ask this, and, and maybe this is you right now. So if this is you, here you go. I would love to just pray for you. I would love to just encourage you. If you are in a spot right now where you're just really struggling, maybe it's, maybe it's like me. Maybe you're just having a hard time thinking about the past and how you weren't there and how you wanted to be there and you weren't. Or maybe right now you're in a spot where you just really need somebody to just pray with you. I don't know if you're a person of faith or not. I don't know. I just want to encourage you in this respect that if you need a friend, here I am. Reach out. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. But let's let's talk. Let's connect. There's ways you can do that. As I said, OPSpodcast.com is a great place to do that. You can always let us know on social media if you're if you're better at that, if you're already there. We, of course, are on the big three, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at OPS Podcast Show. I really want to just encourage you in that respect that if you need a friend, if you need that person, let me know. I would love to be that for you. Please don't ever forget. Remember, when you walk in other people's shoes, you really do get a different perspective on life. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned till next week when we walk in other people's shoes.